1: Hey, what's up, everyone? Coach G here. I'm really excited for a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your host, Coach G, and I'm joined by the one and the only Coach Layla, one of our very own Tandem coaches here at Tandem Nutrition.
0: Yes. Hi, I'm excited to be here.
1: Guys, we're very excited for tonight's episode. As you know, tonight we'll be going over our best hunger hacking strategy, so ways to fight hunger to stay on track. And before we get started, I just want to say that at the Tandem Talk Show, uh, this is a live broadcast that's designed to help women dial in the nutrition in their fitness to help them lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. So each Tuesday at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time, we have a brand new live episode for you to watch here in our Tandem Tone Up community. And if you're watching this right now and you're not yet a member of our private Facebook community, again, it's called the Tandem. Tone Up Community, you can go to tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to join right away and get t- to get access to not only these live broadcasts, but also to a lot of great resources and um, information that we help with women supporting their goals of losing fat turning up and transforming their lives. So if you're new here, we're really excited you're here. Thank you for joining on. And if you've been here for quite some time, thank you for your support. Um, and As I mentioned too, uh, tonight's episode, we'll be going over our best and most effective hunger hacking strategies. And um, as you've already heard from her, we have a very special guest who's gonna bring a an outstanding amount of knowledge and the experience to experience on this topic after winning her first, her very first, fitness competition, uh, competition and one of our tandem coaches, coach Layla.
0: Yes. Layla,
1: uh, I know that you kind of got out into the, um, you just kind you're coming out of your show
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: um, before we kind of get really deep into this conversation, I'd love to hear uh, what that experience was like for you and, you know, what show day was like for you, and, you know, from going from your prep into your show day and just the entire experience for you. I mean, you worked so hard for so long and I just want to take a few minutes to talk to you about this and uh, just celebrate it with you.
0: Yeah. So... Um- Definitely looking back, I'm just super proud of myself for making it through, you know, the consistency with the diet, with the training and making it to that show day, despite every challenge and every mood when you're fully committed and you just feel like giving up and pushing through all of that. And so I'm super proud of myself for making it there. And it was awesome to be able to like get up on stage and show off what I worked really hard on and hit my routine. And then I ended up doing really well. So it was definitely worth it. And looking back, I'm really proud that I didn't give up during those tougher times.
1: And this is why I'm so glad to have you on Lila, because you've, you've went beyond what, um, how a normal person would diet and you went like 10 steps further. So you not only have the knowledge experience, but you have, um, you're, you're actually using some of these strategies right now to help you uh, pull away from 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 your contest prep and for those and Bo you're very humble guys when she said that she did well guys she won first place. This was her first competition and for those of who for those who are listening Layla who you know may not know what a routine is or what a fitness competition is. Could you explain that to us and what that involves.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the fitness division is part of MPC. So that's gonna be like your bodybuilding and physique competitions. Um the fitness division though, I don't do any posing. It's just I have up to two minutes to do a routine and I get judged on my performance and the four skills. You have your push up, your high kick, your split, and your V strength hold. So basically just finding fun ways to incorporate all of those in some different ways as well. And that's what it was. it was fun, fun
1: time. <laughs> awesome. I saw your routine, it looked amazing. I'm still Thanks. really, really impressed with like not only the backflip that you did, but I mean <laughs> the, the yeah. turns and flips. Do you have a live um, I guess, a of your routine in our group?
0: Um, I do not, but I actually could share one. I do have a recording of my competition, so
1: yes, yeah. guys, if you want to see Coach Layla's not live. It would be a recording of her routine. Comment play yeah. right below. Let us know, Um so Layla's. I got to see part of Layla's routine in person here in Indianapolis when she visited before a competition, and she it was really amazing. Like I thought, like <laughs> back flips flips were cool, but like I kind of took them for granted because like I would see like tons of videos of people doing them, but until you see one live, and like, right, <laughs> pretty amazing. So Layla, <laughs> I love that in a group, and which maybe could inspire other women to involved in other types of fitnessy type stuff but no seriously great job really proud of you and you know what's next for you Layla
0: Um, definitely just kind of coming out of that show diet I was deep in a calorie deficit so kind of working back up to maintenance and similar to a metabolic reset phase Um, and then gonna keep training and then I'm gonna I'm planning on competing at nationals in May so yeah that's the plan
1: that is awesome that is awesome we have we have someone who just commented um they want to see it and I'm right there with her uh uh, Lyra mentioned and also uh Gina as well so definitely have to post that sometime and I will whole routine that's phenomenal Uh, I was super impressed Um, so really again really proud of you Layla setting the standard for um us as coaches always pushing to be our best in whatever we do and which again is why i honored to have you on our live show tonight talk about strategies, especially as you lost weight strategies that you've done. And that we tell our clients to help them fight hunger, stay on track or where, wherever they go throughout the diet whether they want to lose five pounds or 50 pounds. And before we get into the hacks on how to hack your hunger, I want to touch on a few facts that when you talk about when it comes to facing hunger. So the first one that I want to touch on that I think many people may overlook is the fact that hunger throughout any diet is inevitable. So when you're going through a diet, there is a lack of resources. So there's a lack of food and it's, it's your body's natural survival mechanism to allow you to make you experience hunger because it wants you to go get food. Um, now I will say that should you be experiencing hunger from day one? Absolutely not. In fact, the longer diet, the more hunger, you experience, which is why, with our constant tandem, while we break their diets up in phases. So, 10 to 12 week phases versus like 40 week phases. Like, that would be absolutely brutal for someone if they had to diet for straight 40 weeks for five months. It'd be really, really incredible. Um, incredible, incredibly tough. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, when you're going through a diet, know that hunger, you're going to face hunger, but facing these strategies and these other tips and tricks and Ideas we have for you today. It can make it more manageable and when you manage something and you are able to be consistent with it That's when you get the best results by sticking to the plan consistently and doing the best you can throughout your program Lila, what are some other strategies or actually some other facts that you'd love to share with the group today?
0: I mean that it's a great fact that you are going to experience hunger for sure But there are definitely different ways that you can combat it and then um
1: you actually gave me a great idea before our, our show. You made a, a great point about how there's a certain amount of time before the brain registers that we are we are full. So talk to talk to us about that and what that's like for a normal person.
0: Yeah, so just being mindful when you eat. So in general, it takes about maybe 20 minutes for your mind and stomach to really make that correlation that you are giving it fuel, that it might be fuller than you actually feel. Um, and so Doing being mindful when you're eating to just like eat slow that kind of thing um, can be really beneficial and also help you manage that hunger.
1: Absolutely, one of the things that you do really great with Layla is you tell your clients how some strategies on how to take your time when it comes to um, eating slower. And and one of those things that you taught me um, throughout our time was just taking time to put your fork down between each bite. And focusing on conversation throughout the social setting, and not just you know stuffing our face. Because as you mentioned earlier too, you know when we get hungry, there is a certain level to which we can stop and still feel full. And beyond that, we are just experiencing extra fullness that could equate to eating more calories and going over our calorie goal.
0: Absolutely. So I love how you talked uh, touched on the conversation aspect. Um, Also, like, again, being mindful in the meal and so not necessarily like sitting on your phone or watching TV, but like being in the moment to make that connection between what you're doing. And then again, can be thoughtful with having conversation and be more aware. Um, So you have to eat slower because you're going to be talking, sitting your silverware down, that kind of stuff is all going to help you slow down a little bit. And especially like in our day and age, we are all like rush, 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 go, go, go. So taking that step back can be really important when dealing with hunger.
1: Absolutely, and there are actually a few factors that will affect your hunger outside of the diet itself. One of the biggest factors that affects me all the time is just lack of sleep. Um, it's crazy how interesting the, the hormones of your body will change according to how much sleep you get and not to get too sciencey But there's a couple of hormones specifically one is called uh, leptin So that's your appetite suppressant hormone and the other one is called ghrelin and that's your um, appetite inducing hormone So when you get a lot of when you don't get a lot of sleep um, you, They actually go in the opposite directions of where, where they need to go, which makes you feel hungry and it uh, it basically takes a long time for you to feel full, so it takes away that fullness sensation. So, getting a proper prop amount of sleep uh, is is um, is so crucial to making sure that you are regulating your hunger hormones uh, properly and that you're not giving into cravings. And that, that sometimes when I get four or five hours of sleep, like I'll get these two things happen. One, I have like this bottomless bottomless pit. I can eat is so much food, it's ridiculous. And two, um, I had these really weird cravings for carbohydrates. Um, that it it is so easy to give in because when I'm tired, my willpower is not as high. So Mm -hmm. I focus on getting to bed at the same time, every single night and trying to get up at the same night too, because if I don't, my work's interrupted my, my food program too. So that's all important. And Layla, what are some other things that, um, that could affect our hunger levels outside of maybe sleep and, uh, or normal diet?
0: Um that can affect your hunger levels, some other thing I mean how much activity that you're doing and expending um if you're super stressed or something, people might have the tendency to emotionally eat or turn to like stress eating, so that can be a factor as well, um along with sleep, but definitely, from just going through my prep recently, I found that sleep really made a big impact on how I was able to like stay in control in those days that I didn't sleep as much exactly like you were saying. Willpower is down a little bit more and you want you're up longer. And so you feel like, okay, well, I'll just like eat a little bit more because I'm gonna wake longer, which is okay in some senses, but again, staying in that calorie deficit is gonna be key for overall Absolutely. weight loss. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And so that that's the main goal of of this of this podcast today is to talk about how to most easily manage your calorie deficit by controlling hunger. Because we know that when you start a diet, the number one factor that determines its success is whether or not you're consistent with it. And we just know just through our our programs and work with hundreds of women that those who enjoy what they do and are consistent with what they enjoy, they make the the best and longest lasting progress. And we want that for you, which is why we're here today. I'm about to go over our biggest and best strategies for tracking, not tracking, you can tell I've not gotten a lot of sleep for hacking your hunger. And the first one I want to go over is to increase your intake of vegetables or, uh, or your intake of low calorie high volume foods. And both coach Layla and I have, we have our own like secret foods that we kind of go to towards, um, um, when we want to experience a lot of food volume without a lot of calories. And this is really important because as you know, throughout a calorie deficit, you have one calorie budget. So, um, with, which within a range, for example, you know, if, if for our clients, we give them a range of 150 calories, um, at their calorie goal, meaning that if their calorie goal is 1500, you know, we say, Hey, if you, if you can stick between 1350 and 1650, then you'll be making some great progress. And knowing that there is, there is an upper cap. There's a point to which you eat too, eat over an amount, you're no longer in a calorie deficit. So making sure to budget your food wisely with foods that help you stay full that you provide you with that satiety, but also the energy to help you function at the day is super important. And Layla, you mentioned a really awesome strategy, uh, one of your favorite meals that you like to eat um, throughout your prep and still do. You know, Tell us about that. And uh, what does that look like for you?
0: Yes. So my go-to was a huge salad. Like I would bring this to work and I'd be like, I'm sorry because I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable with how much like lettuce and spinach you're about to see in front of me. Um, Sounds silly, but all the volume of that. So I was having like two and a half servings of lettuce or something at a time. And then I like to put it like cucumbers, tomatoes. Of course, I have my protein on it, maybe some cottage cheese sometimes, but just like really low calorie things to just kind of add some crunch, some different flavors. Um, So that really helped me. And then I found some good low calorie dressing. That's like five calories. And so it could really go crazy. But one thing I noticed is just with having something with so much volume, I would, there'd be some days where I would sit my salad down in the middle and be like, yo, I need a break. Like I feel full. I've been eating for 20 minutes and I still have another 10 calories but which is a lot of like lettuce left to eat and so that was one hack that was really life-saving like i would have a really big salad every day
1: you mentioned low calorie dressings layla i'm sure there's a lot of listeners today who just love to hear what your recommendations are for low calorie salad dressings what are your favorites if you don't mind yeah. me
0: asking? so i like the skinny girl brand and then there's this other brand I can only find it at like the neighborhood Walmart. I don't remember what it's called right now, but it's like a Chipotle ranch that has like zero calories. Mm -hmm. Um, They just would go, would go crazy. So definitely like look around in the dressing aisle because you can find some like sauces and dressings and stuff for like 10 calories and lower. And then that's also nice too, because you can add more and kind of get that mental satisfaction of putting a lot of something on your salad and it not really like, adding up to 200, 300 calories of dressing.
1: Absolutely. That's one thing to be very kind of wary of is how much dressing you use, what type of dressing you use. And mm-hmm. Even now today, uh, especially when I prep for my contest, I like you, I would make a big salad and I would put a just ton of low. Um, this maybe this may sound super weird, but it was super satisfying. I, I would put like crunched up rice cakes in my salad with things like, um, like of course lean protein and for the dressing, I would use either like one or two things, barbecue sauce, which I would, hey, here's a trick, okay. that get more, more barbecue sauce taste um, without having as many calories. So what you would you do is you get your barbecue sauce container and you would essentially let's see you don't want to waste any but let's say you put some in a container and you want to fill up the container or the the barbecue sauce bottle with a little water and you shake it up so just make it more liquefied so you almost dilute it so you can use the same amount like two tablespoons but it has less less calories and so i would use barbecue sauce or even mustard and it just gives a ton of flavor i use seasonings too so i load it up with like that cheese lean proteins like three or four one rice cake one plain rice cake, I believe is like seven grams of carbs in like 35 calories. So 35 it like, calories. yes, that is, that's, that's pretty like decent, like volume of food for, for that many calories. So that's what I recommend as well, just because, but also things like mushrooms and celery and asparagus, things, like, other vegetables, um, and even things like apples too. Apples would be a great side carbohydrate because it's high in fiber mm-hmm. no wait, You had a great post in, our group recently about how much fiber we need each day and for those for those who are listening right now um Leila, tell us why is fiber so important and how much fiber should women have each day
0: yeah so fiber is slow digesting which is really important just to, again that I means it's going to help keep you fuller longer so some things you eat they can digest and break down really quick and so they're not going to keep you as satiated as Something with like a lot of protein or something high in fiber will, because that's going to your body has to work a little bit harder for a little bit longer to really digest that. And so, women need at least 25 grams. And that's one thing that I find, um, just from working with my clients, that can be a struggle for a lot of women. So, just being mindful of how much fiber you're having can also help you um, in many areas. But again, just like staying full, that can be another avenue that we look at to just increase that fiber consumption and make sure that we're hitting that recommended um daily mark
1: excellent and some other like low calorie higher fiber foods that you may not think of not you but like maybe some other people um like i love like oats oats are great they expand um so oats fill me up quite a bit and again there are 150 calories per quarter half cup half cup i believe yeah
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how much is that, Layla? Is it half cup for what how much what's the nutrition facts of oats
0: um, Half a cup, 40 grams. Okay. We got what, like 5 grams of protein, 15 yep, three, grams of carbs?
1: 27, I think. 27. 27.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. 27.
1: 3 grams of fat. So again, half a cup which expands. And another thing I've done was I use a lot more water. So I would feel that like warmness in my body. So I'd fill up through the water too. Potatoes are great. Popcorn is great as well. So make sure you're focusing on High, higher fiber, higher volume, low calorie foods to help you stay full and prevent hunger throughout your diet.
0: Yes, a couple more I wanted to add in there. Brussels Please. sprouts and broccoli. Oh. Those are some good low calorie, higher ones. I My air fryer, I don't know how many people have an air fryer. I 10 out of 10 would recommend it. I don't know how I like cooked and ate before I had an air fryer because using that though for your vegetables can add a nice crunch if you want to add something on top of that big salad that you're having um, but that can be another way again getting those voluminous foods making it crunchy again saving more calories if we're air frying it or something compared to if you're using oil in the oven or in the on a pan or something as well
1: absolutely and and uh, that's a great point Layla and Gina in the group has a great idea too she says that she says that she likes to cut half inch thick slices of raw cabbage and crunch on it it be Ooh good chips. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Thank you for, and if you guys have any other ideas, please share them with the group. Comment below. If you're tuning in live, if you are tuning in live, a comment, your favorite high volume, low calorie food to to let us know kind of what you're doing that works for you so we can continue to learn and grow as an awesome community. Yes. Okay. On the next strategy. So also, so throughout, my diets, throughout my clients' diets, one of the things that I always do is I stock up on carbonated water. And I do that because um, it just makes me feel fuller. And um, I, I also add a little bit of either crystal light or true lemon. True lemon is um, like um, an artificial, artificially sweetener free uh, powder drink mix. And it makes, makes water taste like a thousand times better. And as you know, Leah, like when you like the taste of water, You drink more of it. And when you drink more of it, you don't experience so much hunger.
0: Yes, absolutely. So I'm right there with you. I love the crystal light. And I also use stir or meal, like the little flavor Mm -hmm. things, but that could be really beneficial too. just sometimes I'm not actually hungry. I might just be thirsty. And so if I can flavor something that can be a quick way to drink a decent amount of water and kind of see like, Oh, was I just thirsty? Was I really hungry? And also having the flavored water, it helped me, um, or just helps in general. Like it was kind of a sweet treat for dessert almost sometimes when calories get lower and you want something sweet at the end of your meal. Like, Oh, you know, let me have fruit punch flavored water. It sounds lame, but it was actually really good and something that I look forward to. And so that can help you get that water intake up, help you feel fuller. Which is good,
1: and you know what? Another thing that t- that that just made me think of, Layla, very controversial controversial topic is Diet Coke, Diet Soda. To be honest, I'm a huge fan of Diet Soda throughout preps or throughout diets. So let's let's make sure that that everyone understands. So Diet Soda does not contain calories, does not make you gain weight. The insulin response does does not affect does not trigger your brain to want to consume a lot of sugar or anything like it's purely psychological. So please, if you're dieting down and you want to satisfy your sweet tooth with diet Coke and like you're, you are allowed to have caffeine, which is not a lot, like enjoy diet Coke. What, do, what are your thoughts on that Layla?
0: Totally agree. Diet root beer. And, um, I think when, you know, when you're a kid and you go to the gas station and you get like a little bit of every. Pop, I, I have been, I did that during my prep a decent amount. Sometimes I would go over to the gas station, but then just get like diet Sprite and diet root beer and diet Coke and mix it together. And I felt wow. it was fun, it was experience. And then it was filling. I thought it was really beneficial to keep me full. And then that way, if you're getting tired of your flavored water, your regular water can be a nice treat that again, is gonna help with that hunger.
1: Absolutely, we have a ton of great comments coming in. Thank you, you guys, for commenting. Uh, please keep doing sh- doing so. Chanel mentions that uh, she's a big fan of Coke Zero. Love Coke Zero too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great, fantastic way to get in some flavor without calories. Uh, Heather, our client Heather, mentioned that she likes. Uh, you know, I tried these for the first time, and I actually liked them. And Layla, you told me you were not a fan, but, <laughs> a bunch uh, butchered this pronunciation. Uh, shirataki noodles. That
0: was good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I said that right. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> so, so she says that's her go-to and she eats fluff every night of her life. Um, so Heather, tell us more about fluff and, uh, what that I've heard about it and just make sure that I'm on the same page with what that means. I'm assuming that's protein fluff, but that's maybe new to a lot of people here. So I'd love for you to tell us what that is and, um, how you make that because that is a game changer and mm-hmm. applies to as well. Love it. Yep. And Chanel also mentioned she, she loves carbonated water just like us and Lindsay mentioned stir fry, So great ideas. Keep these ideas coming guys. We really appreciate it. Um, that is so again, going towards, <clears throat> you know, carbonated water, higher volume, low calorie foods are key. And another one too that I think many people overlook or maybe actually, um, maybe use too much and may not see its role, but, Beverages that have caffeine, like tea, coffee, and even mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: energy drinks, in moderation. I see moderation, okay? So not having them again. That's if your doctor says you can't have some. That's good to have. But the reason why caffeine is so effective, and not only does it help you feel more energized, it gives you the sensation of ha- having more energy, which helps you burn your burn more calories through non-exercise activity thermogenesis, so like fid- fidgeting around, get you up, moving more. But it also has caffeine, which is an, an appetite suppressant, which can help you stay fuller longer, too.
0: I want to touch too how you mentioned that caffeine gives you energy. Yes, we know that a lot of people, they want that energy in the morning, that kind of thing. But also when you're in a calorie deficit and you've been in one for a while, you might notice that you have a little bit less energy. So just from the standpoint of it is going to suppress your appetite but also like giving you that extra energy that you might not be getting from increased consumption of food because your body doesn't have as much to burn. That can also be really beneficial to just make it a sustainable thing.
1: That's a, that's a really great point. And one of the things that I, you know, when I used to prep clients for contests, I would say, Hey, before we start our contest, let's do our best to you know back off our caffeine consumption because there's going to be a time throughout your prep and, You know, you may be listening to this and say, hey, that's me right now. We're like, you may really benefit from the caffeine to have more energy. And so start lower in the beginning and then gradually increase as if you want to upwards of 400 milligrams per day or as, you know, suggested by your doctor um, to to get that benefit of more energy. uh, It also helps to delay fatigue throughout workouts. Just be cautious with having it past you know, 2 p.m. roughly because it could affect sleep, which could turn around and affect your hunger, um, mm-hmm. which could be like a vicious cycle.
0: Definitely, great point.
1: I think one of our last, uh, I guess second to last pointers, I'd love for you to share some more, Layla, but one thing I think that's, um, that's really important is that everyone throughout a diet experiences hunger at different times. I know for me personally, when I'm dying down, I'm not really hungry in the mornings. And so like, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna like go out of my way to have breakfast because I don't really like breakfast. And so I'll be like 11 am and I have noticed and I want you guys to let me know. Comment below if if you have breakfast and if you notice you feel hungrier afterwards. If that's you, um, comment that's me. I wanna know who eats who eats breakfast and like in two hours feels hungry. That, that was me, so like, hey, I'm not hungry for the first three hours. I'm going to skip breakfast and I'm going to break my fast at around 11, uh, 11 a.m. And so what I'm trying to say here is like you don't have to have breakfast. Breakfast does not spark your metabolism. Uh, it, it does not require your fat loss. But what's most important is maintaining your calorie deficit. And if you're able to better maintain your calorie deficit by having more foods, more food around the times you're most hungry, like me around 8 or 9 p.m., then that's fine. Like a lot of people think that Eating late at night will cause you to gain fat because that's when your metabolic rate slows down. And what's true in some degree, we know that how much you eat is more important than when you eat. So as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you can have all the food at nighttime you want to, as long as you maintain that calorie deficit.
0: You know, I love how you pointed out that it should be an individualized approach and there's no like right or wrong time. It all comes down to calories in versus calories out because I um, I was the exact opposite of you. So I'm the kind of person like when I wake up at I wake up around like 5.30, I want to eat at 5.45. Like I'm just, I'm hungry, I'm ready to go. And I have my meals much earlier in the day. Like I'll probably have a snack or something every couple hours. Again, that doesn't have to be something huge, but I start my day early, but I also eat dinner at like 4 p.m and that's just what works with me that's what time I like to have dinner and then I won't eat again until the next day and so again nothing wrong with that there is no right or wrong all comes down to those calories in versus calories out and since i'm starting way earlier it makes sense for me to be hungry in the morning because i stop eating early compared to you on the other hand you like to wait a little bit into the day and then eat a little bit closer to bed so again it makes sense you're not as hungry when you wake up that is totally fine so just kind of figuring out what works with your schedule what you prefer to do if you have like a favorite meal like you're not a big breakfast person all right like let's just have more in the evening You're like I'm a big breakfast person so I'm for sure having breakfast <laughs> um, but yeah there's no right or wrong to each their own in that sense
1: absolutely and 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 Chanel actually had a great point she says I have to eat breakfast if I want to get all my protein in for the day. And that is absolutely true Chanel. Like for a lot of people having three or four meals that would satisfy their protein needs is tough. So sometimes you have to spread out your protein take across five or six meals. And so if eating breakfast, and that is one thing that I forgot to mention is protein is the most satiating macronutrient of carbs, fats, and protein. So that is a one food one macronutrient from like lean proteins of like chicken, egg whites, eggs, Greek yogurt. Great way to help you stay full. So every time you're eating a meal, your first question should be, "What's my protein source?" So Absolutely. we means our clients to to uh, try to have a meal without protein. And, and, and tell me more about why protein is so important, Leila.
0: Yeah, I mean it is. Gonna be slow digesting. So, like that fiber, same kind of idea. Your body is going to work longer. It's gonna work harder to break down that protein compared to some other nutrients that you could be eating. Um, so that's gonna help you again burning more calories. So again, keeping you in that calorie deficit, keeping you fuller longer. Um, it's gonna help you maintain your lean muscle mass throughout a calorie deficit because we don't wanna be losing muscle while we're losing fat. So prioritizing that protein is also gonna be super crucial for that. Um and then and that's how you were saying really important to have a protein source every time you're eating yeah it doesn't have to be a huge meal or snack but you definitely do want to have a source of protein in it um and then again that's just going to help you stay on track because when you get to those times where you feel super hungry you might feel ravenous and then you just are more likely to overeat at a meal so like Keep, keeping that energy consistent so you're always able to stay in control with like a clear conscience um, can be super important when maintaining consistency in a calorie deficit.
1: You also mentioned that one very good strategy to avoid <clears throat> feeling too hungry is to make sure that you're not letting yourself get too hungry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Talk to us about that, Lela. Why is that so important?
0: Absolutely. A lot of times... You think you're just going to let yourself get hungry, um, maybe skip a meal, and then you're going to save some calories. But you get to that point. I'm sure we've all kind of been there before. You get so hungry, and the hungrier you get, the less self-control you have, in a sense. You're just like, honestly, I could eat anything right now. Before, I was planning on having a salad. Now I'm in line at Wendy's because I need something now, and I'm going to get this burger. And nothing wrong with having a burger. You can totally have Wendy's. Make that fit completely fine, but just – Um, The the willpower that you experience can decrease a little bit if you let yourself get super hungry and you don't want to get into the habit of being super hungry and then overeating, being super hungry, overeating, and have those peaks and valleys. We want to try to keep your energy consistent throughout the day. Um, So again, just fueling yourself bit by bit can be really beneficial for, again, maintaining that consistency.
1: And a quick back so background story like when I grew up <clears throat> I was I was uh, you know, growing up in a, an environment where like I, always, I was always always told that snacking is bad like you have breakfast lunch and dinner and there's like no eating in between uh, and, and my mom's probably watching this so this is not her mentality on me um, love you mom but just do like school like it's we've always been told like hey you can't have or like you can't have snacks between your meals if snacks Help you control, and that's in fact that's the number one strategy that we use with busy professionals when they're between lunch and like their dinner is having a snack, a protein snack between lunch and dinner, especially if they're working out between that time, because it helps them stay fuller longer and it keeps them from overeating um, throughout the nighttime. And the simple snack you have could be Greek yogurt or cottage cheese with some fruit, and that is perfect combo. Again, mm-hmm. protein first to help you stay fuller and to keep you from overeating.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something big again, whatever really works where you're at in your calorie deficit, but just having something consistent. Like I mentioned earlier, my example was literally a string of cheese. Like I had light string cheese. It's 50 calories, about six grams of protein, two and a half grams of fat. And that worked for me. That was enough to just kind of keep a little bit energy, help me get closer to that protein goal and stay consistent.
1: I love it. I love it. Guys, thank you for your comments so far. Um, we have a lot of great comments coming in. Um, um, even I believe that Heather mentioned that she has to when she eats in the morning that she feels hungry right away. Um, so as you can see, everyone's a little different. Like myself, I like to have food a little later on. Um, others, like even yourself, Layla and, and Chanel, like to have food earlier in the day. So it really fits your preference. And always know I, I love how you said, Layla, that there's not a wrong way, and there's not a right way.
0: Mm-hmm. The best
1: is the way that fits your schedule, your lifestyle, and your preferences. Absolutely. The, the only way you can get, you can mess up your diet is if literally the only way is if you go over your calories consistently. And we can get deeper and say, well, if you don't have healthy foods along with that, and that's important too. Like we want to make sure you focus on eating healthy, nutrient dense foods but in a day weight loss comes down to are you in a calorie deficit and so if that's a topic you want to learn more about comment calorie deficit below let us know what you what you want to learn about we want to help educate you and teach you how to lose fat in a healthy and sustainable way so that you're not experiencing extreme hunger that you're not going to extreme things because extreme is not always sustainable and at the yeah. one thing we always preach and teach is sustainable lifestyle habits to help you transform your life in a healthy in sustainable way. Absolutely. Awesome. So, Lila, are there any other are there any other hacks that you like to discuss today with our audience?
0: Um. Oh, another good hack can kind of be. Uh, I found having gum or brushing your teeth. Sometimes just to put a minty flavor in your mouth or keep your mouth even busy in that sense. So sometimes we eat out of boredom. So that can be something else that can be beneficial. Like, oh, I brushed my teeth, so I'm not gonna go eat something else because that's gonna taste really weird. Or again, keeping your mouth moving with gum, mints, something like that. Um, Again, you're still tracking those things. All calories matter, whether you count them or not. So make sure we count them. Um, (laughs) But uh, that can be, that was beneficial as well.
1: Another quick story. um, I was living with a friend a a long time ago and um, you know, he was trying to lose weight and he couldn't figure out why he wasn't losing weight. And so, I mean, this is a professional in the business world. He worked for a company, he traveled a lot. And so I got to like learn how he ate his habits. Uh, He was just like me. He'd get up and he would have like a protein shake in the morning and then go out for his day. And come back and eat. And so he'd say, Garrett, I'm really, I'm really not sure what I'm doing wrong. Like I have a protein shake in the morning, I go to work out every day. He's tracking his calories, but he he just he's not he's not seeing the progress that he wants to. And so one day I was watching prepare his meals, and uh, I observed something that was key for him for fat loss. and that was, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't realize he was doing this until like I brought it up. He he is a fantastic cook and it would take him maybe twenty to thirty minutes to prepare a meal. And throughout the entire process, he would get all his ingredients out on this awesome like wood table. And I would watch him prepare this meal and I would see him take bites of this and like sips of mm. this, you know, have a cookie in between and 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 I had said, Hey, you know, how do you think this is affecting your progress? And like how have you factored these calories in? And he's like, yeah, actually, you know what? I have never really thought about that because sometimes we think that these bites and sips are so small that we think they're insignificant, but those are the exact reasons what's keeping you from losing body weight. And it's those things add up over time. And so one of the great things that Layla mentioned is gum. When I cook and I have meals with, with people, I chew a piece of gum while I'm preparing food because that will keep me from having the temptation to because I don't want to brush my teeth or take my gum out to like snacking throughout the meal prep time because you never it's know so good you eat a whole meal uh, worth of calories before you actually eat your meal and you've had like two calories of like two meals worth of like two <laughs> a lot of calories too much calories um, yes so um um so that's a great point Lila and um, Heidi mentions she says since I don't eat throughout the day I tend to snack all day and sned. Instead, that's my biggest problem. Layla said string cheese and yogurt. Yes, I tend to eat that more since I'm always on the go. It helped a lot, but I don't hit my calories. What we can do? What can we do for um, Heidi in this case that <clears throat> she she snacks all day, but she's not hitting your calories? What would you recommend uh, for Heidi?
0: Yeah, so I mean, there's nothing wrong if your schedule you feel like it doesn't really allow for you to have those meals to having. Uh, Quicker, smaller options that you can eat more consistently throughout the day or maybe getting up a little bit earlier. Start your day with a bigger breakfast um, or ending your day with a bigger meal in the evening. Because again, as we went over the timing of the meal and snack doesn't matter as long as we're staying in that calorie budget. Um, So that could be an approach again, just having more snacks. A uh, bigger meal at the beginning or end, if you can. Or again, we could do something with like a shake. How you mentioned your protein shake in the morning, um, or if you have time, you could do that during lunch. And you can kind of make those pretty calorie dense or not calorie dense, depending. Like if you're mixing protein powder with water, compared to if you're using milk. If you want to add some fruit, if you want to add chia seeds, other things. So a lot of flexibility and variability there to make it fit your intake goals.
1: great response Ella. and another question came in from um from sam she had mentioned so sam has a very tight schedule and she'd like some suggestions on ways to get in her snacks or meals with a very very limited time uh if i'm allowed to say this so so sam is a teacher and she's allowed to um uh she's not allowed a lot of time to eat throughout the day so Mm -hmm. That we could give her to help her out throughout that time and know that she doesn't have a lot of time to, um, to go to the bathroom between classes. What are some things that you, you could share with her to help her out?
0: Yeah, a couple of recommendations I have for teachers is have uh, your meal at lunch not be something that has to be warmed up. So maybe if we're doing a wrap, maybe we're doing a salad. Those can take a long time, though. So maybe like a wrap or a sandwich, something that's just quick. You don't have to worry about going to a microwave or anything like that can be beneficial. Again, the shake, and I always like to recommend teachers to be mindful of the time that they have in between subject or class changes. That can be a good mental cue every time you're switching subjects to grab a sip of water, maybe grab um, a couple almonds. Just that can be your cue to be like, Hey, I need to make sure I'm still feeling my body.
1: Absolutely. And one, I like how you mentioned shakes too. That's super Mm -hmm. uh, really easy way to get in nutrients, protein. And I know that Sam, you mentioned that you don't want to have to like, keep drinking your nutrients to, uh you don't have a lot of time to use your restroom either i recently found <clears throat> these muscle milk shakes at a gas station it had like 48 grams of protein and it had like it was like 12 ounces so wow. jam protein and uh it was kind of expensive leagues for me but that's you could always make your own protein shakes and like really make them higher um higher in protein by putting more protein powder in there mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, let's uh, hope that helps. Let us know. And I I like your ideas, Layla, about having cues to when when to, when to like drink or when to eat based based upon a change in subjects.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Awesome. Guys, this has been a great episode. We're on now for um, 40, almost 45 minutes. So let's wrap it up. I really appreciate all your comments, um, all your support today, guys. And Leah, before we end today, are there any final comments you'd like to leave with our listeners?
0: Um, Final comment is you can do it. Just stay consistent. You're gonna be hungry some days and that's okay because there's a whole community around you. We are in this together. We're pushing through our goals, staying in these calorie deficits to lose fat and keep it off. Um, So just know that you're not alone. And if you have more questions or something that we mentioned that really works for you or something that really works for you that we didn't mention, definitely post it on the page, comment it below and just share with the community because that can be so beneficial.
1: Absolutely. And, and Leila, thank you for jumping on today. Again, congratulations on your victory, winning your first ever fitness competition. <laughs> How you do at nationals next May and thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your support and we'll see you next Tuesday, at 7.30 each time with a brand new topic.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.